My money machine go beep, I love the sound that it make Plus all these racks and count, I think that my machine bout to break Secure the bag, yeah, that's the brand, and we get to the bag These private flights, Miami nice, these Gucci bags full of cash What's going on, family? Y'all should be able to see me now What's up, what's up, what's up? Alright, we're good This is the replay, or the, the rescheduled Rant Friday Right. This is a reschedule rent Friday. Sometimes life comes at us and I got to I got to move some shit. Right. So Friday was not going to happen. So we're going to do it on Saturday. Right. We're going to have just the same impact. We good. Right. We good. Um, hopefully everybody had a great week. I know us in STB. <laughs> we had one hell of a week. One hell of a week. Um, the reason why I say that is because. Let's let's just go here. The market has been very volatile. And for those of you who don't know about markets and like volatility, yada, yada, yada. Volatility is very good for traders. When the market goes up real high, down real low, and it makes these big swings, we love it, right? We can trade it on our chart, daily chart, weekly chart, five minute chart, whatever, whatever it takes. Now, I wouldn't suggest a five minute chart. It's a little too low, especially if you're trading options. But we can trade these markets while they're volatile. Right. And if you know what you're looking for, you can make a lot of money as the market falls. Right. Because the market's been falling for the last year, pretty much almost. Um, so that being said, STB, we've been eating really well. We've been doing good for it. And I'm going to make sure we keep doing that. But today, what I want to do is one, I want to come in and make sure, you know, my family's taken care of because even if you're not an STB, I still consider you family for showing up, for being here, for supporting the message, the, you know, the journey, because that's a huge thing for me, the journey. Um, so everybody who's been here supporting the journey, I consider y'all family. Y'all like family. So, um, so, you know, I come in and say, hey, what can I do to help the family? So any questions y'all had about, have about what's going on in the market, yada, 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 I want to make sure I can help out with that. Right. I want to make sure I can help out with that. And I might even start doing like in-depth coaching on that, on that uh, kind of on the same level, like in-depth coaching where it's like, hey, I want to do like group coaching, uh, you know, 100 people, 200 people. And, you know, y'all ask questions and I take you through some things. Right. It's not going to be free, of course, uh, but I'm going to make it like recession, like priced, like, hey, you know, give me $50 for admission. I got you. Right. But. Um, that's something I'm thinking about doing. So we'll see. But nonetheless, Rant Fridays are just here for the fun of it, right? They're just here for the fun of it. So this is what we do where we come in, you know, and we talk a little shit, have some fun, and we be productive, right? So I'm gonna do a roll call. So let me see who's all here. Shout out to my people. Um, uh, TC in the building. What's up? What's up? Courtney, PF, Brandon. What's up? Mercedes, Joseph. I see y'all. All right. A lot of my same people. Shane. What's good? So I love it. I love it. Steve in the building. What's good, Steve? So I love seeing a lot of my what I would consider my people who are studying, my studious people who are always here, who are always showing up, who are always like out here. Right. Y'all are here. Um, so that's why I show up. Right. I don't really get anything for doing these rant Fridays. I just like to show up for y'all. Right. Give some value, deliver a little value, talk a little shit, make some of y'all laugh. Right. Maybe even motivate some people. Um, that's kind of how I look at it. So that's what we got going on. Uh, what's going on family? I see y'all coming in. What's up? What's up? I know it's a Saturday. 
which that even says a lot more about y'all showing up because many people are out lifing right now, <laughs> doing life things. So they out with the family and the friends and whatever else, you know, it's, it's summer or we're getting it's summer. It should be summer. Yeah. But it's summer, you know, it's warm out. It's Sunday or excuse me, Saturday. It's today. You know, people, that's right. Farmers markets, all this shit. So the fact that y'all are showing up, that's huge. I love it. And I appreciate it. Right. I appreciate it. What's up, Anthony? So, uh, fam said I'm at work. All good. Hey, get that money. Get that money. That's something I want to talk about today. Speaking of getting that money. I, I'm not going to be able to stress it enough. Recession, 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 recession. It's coming. It's here. As far as I'm concerned. The most important thing y'all can do right now is cash up. Yeah, uh, this is probably going to be something that I'm going to talk about literally for the next I don't know, probably for the next two, three months, you're going to be hearing me talk about things that are going to be helpful to make it through these points. Why is it going to be helpful? Well, first of all, or how can I promise you or, or even show you that I can even be helpful in these times? Well, for those of you who all don't know, I, too, got hit by one of the worst recessions we had, one of the worst down markets markets we had. And that was the housing crisis back in 2008 all the way through pretty much 2014 damn near um i got hit by that market and i lost it all for those of y'all who don't know i lost my house i lost you know because i lost my job so i lost my job i got laid off i lost my house i had a quarter million dollar house at the time which at the time that was pretty cheap <laughs> or that was you know expensive excuse me um you could get a, a lot you could get a lot for a quarter million um so i had a five-bedroom house I paid a quarter million dollars for it in Antioch, Tennessee. Right. That's where I was living at the time. And um, basically 2009 hit because 2008 had already hit. Luckily, I was at the time I was working for a place that we kind of benefited from um, crashes like, you know, recessions because I worked for a grocery store or not a grocery store, but a it was a grocery how can I put this fulfillment center, right? So for all the save a lots and the great values and all of those like cheaper food uh, industries or grocery stores, I worked at the distribution center for those, right? So we would package all the orders up that the stores needed and then we put them on the trucks and the trucks would go out to the, to the grocery stores and drop them off. So I worked for the fulfillment center, right? And I was making decent money. I was making like $20 an hour. Yeah, kind of like Cisco. Um, I was making $20 an hour and I was making decent money for, you know, I was making overtime and everything. I was making about 85,000, you know, 85,000 a year is right around that. Um, but this is at like 1819. So I think I'm balling, right? $90,000 at 1819. Balling. I got a five bedroom house. I'm chilling, right? And honestly, I thought I was being smart because I was like, hey, I make 80, 90,000 a year. I got a quarter million dollar house. I'm like, I mean, I'm not over leveraged. Right. So I'm thinking I'm still being smart because I've always been somewhat smart with my money. So I'm thinking I'm being smart. I'm like, OK, like nothing should really happen. It's a quarter million dollar house. I put down, you know, I was the first time buy, home buyer. So I put down a small amount, you know, three percent. So but I'm still I'm like, hey, things should be fine. Right. Things should be fine. Well, the market hit. It hit harder than people thought. I got laid off, right? I got laid off. 
best thing that could have happened for me. So I got laid off. And at that point, I was at the lowest. <laughs> let me let me get lower for y'all. I was at the lowest point of my entire life. And the reason why I say that is because in high school, my mom had, you know, of course, my mom bought it. But, you know, we would get the inco income tax money because, you know, I grew up poor. But with the income tax money, you know, my mom would do nice things for us. And at 15, 16, my mom bought me a car from the auction. There was a, like a, a public auction we could go to back in Nashville. And you could take, you know, three, four thousand dollars to the auction to get something decent. So I got a car at 16 for like three thousand, four thousand dollars. Right. So I'm driving. I got my own car. You know, I got a job at 16 because I needed the car to get back and forth to work. So I'm. I'm living right as a 16 year old. Well, I say this was the lowest point in my life when the 2008 crash came because I lost my house. I lost my cars because I had two cars. I lost my cars. I lost everything. Right. I lost everything. And what happened was I ended up having to sleep on my mom's floor in the living room, living room floor. I made a pallet in the living room. And I stayed there until I can get my shit back together. Right. So you're talking about feeling like at the lowest point of your life. This is where a lot of people who don't know how to be broke. This is where a lot of them like, you know, suicide and like, oh, my God, I'm jumping off a bridge because I don't I don't know life to be like this. I don't know how to even maneuver like this. Right. Well, I come from being poor. So I'm like, well, shit, this is no different. Right. Kick it on the floor for a minute. You know, we'll sleep on the floor for a minute. We'll save up our money. You know, no sex, no women. You don't need none of that stuff. You sleep it on the floor, bro. And, you know, I got that together. Right. And got back now during this period. And this is where I'm getting to why I feel like, hey, I'm one of the people who can definitely teach y'all about how to maneuver through this damn, you know, recession. Through this period of being on that floor, I told myself there is no way I'm going back there and what i mean by that there's no way i'm going to ever be in a position where a recession is going to be able to take me out no way i'll never let it happen again so the first thing i said I said, okay well what i need to start doing is i need to find out hey how does this work then i've heard of recessions before i've been here see one really good thing about baby not baby boomers um about us as millennials, one really good thing about us is we've seen more we've seen more recessions than the average like person. Right. We've seen more like bust and booms and crazy stuff. Right. Because we had the dot com crash. We had the 2008 crash. We had a mini crash in 2018 in the stock market. We had 2020 COVID, probably one of the biggest things ever a pandemic we have right now. So that's what five is 2000. 2008, 18, 2020, today, right? So by now, we, we should really know, like, hey, I know how to maneuver this thing now, right? We should actually know. We have been through many of them. And if you are paying attention, you should, you should be studious enough to say, hey, I know that these are going to come every eight to 10 years because there is an eight-year cycle. Right. That's right. It's cyclical. Mercedes said it seems cyclical. That's right. It is. 
And when y'all study this stuff, you will realize that, yes, there are cycles. There are plenty of cycles. There's an eight year cycle. There's a 10 year cycle. There's a four year cycle. There's a 56 year cycle. That's a <laughs> that's a 100 year cycle. There's a 10 year slash 11 year decennial cycle. There are plenty of cycles. Right. But one of the things that. One of the things that I've noticed is that <laughs> I personally. I not not that I noticed, let me say it this way. One of the things that I had to notice or that I had to realize is, number one, I need to know what brings on a recession. What what does the environment look like that can help me say, hey, recession's coming. What does that environment look like? Once I figured that out. I'll give you a few tips. Unemployment rates. Definitely a big one. Right. The more people have jobs, the more money's in the system, the more money's in the system. The more inflation goes up. That's your next one. Inflation's another good one. Interest rates is one that you can play with. Right. There's a few things. There's a few things. And I, I'm going to do a class on this. So y'all ain't got to worry about that. Gas prices can be one, you know, used car market. The cars is one you can look at when cars go over inflated. You're like, holy crap. Recession's on the way. Right. It's on the way. War is another good thing that you can look at. There's a few things and they, they don't always happen together during these recessions right because when we had a recession in 2020 there was no war yet right but i did tell y'all it was coming this will be recorded i'll put it in stb right and, and in the facebook group but anyway yes this works this is how it works so when i found out that there were cycles i was like man i gotta learn i gotta learn these cycles i gotta learn these cycles so i literally took it upon myself i said hey i'm gonna be able to tell when it's coming how to how to maneuver and, and protect myself. Right. I want to find out these things and how to stay afloat during these cycles. Well, once I started learning about these cycles, I said, wait a minute. The first thing that happened and the first thing I saw is I started studying and researching. I was like, oh, this is this is actually where the rich people get richer. And I ain't talking about rich financially. I'm talking about rich here. Because, see, the richest start in the mind. We're, we're really seeing it already. The richest start in the mind. We're seeing, I think. I wish I had the. let me let me see. I want to actually look it up. We we have had the most first time, first generation millionaires. In the last like five years, let's see. I want to pull up that stat really quick. Because that is definitely something that mostly I need to be paying attention to. Let's see last, uh, let's see last recession. I'll do that. Now, what we're going to see is a crazy number. Let me see. Let's look, let's look. I knew they weren't going to give me a quick number. Uh, I'll get back to y'all on that because it's not pulling up a quick number. I want to see the last recession, though. But the last time I saw this stat, last time I looked at the stat, basically, this was probably doing the statistics on the 2008 crash. And basically what happened was we had another like four, I think it was like four million first generation millionaires had been created. And it's like, whoa, who, four, wait a minute, four million people just became millionaires like what's that about 
right? What's that about? Um, thank you, TC, for helping me out with that. Let's see. United States also added 2.25 million new millionaires from 2019 to 2020. Thank you. Thank you. That's one of the that's definitely one of the time periods that I was refer, uh, referring to. So 2.25 million, 2.2 million people in America. Became millionaires, first time millionaires from 2019 to 2020. Now, how is that possible? I know some of y'all like, take. come on. What did they get? New jobs? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's right, family. Some more are on the way in STB facts. No, that's not how it works, though. Like the new jobs is not how it works, family. And I need y'all to understand that. No, they didn't get new jobs. No, they didn't get offered new opportunities. No, some got lucky. Yes, but some actually knew what the hell they were doing. They were aligning themselves. Like me, they were aligning themselves. To be pretty much a winner in the wealth transfer. That's the thing. Wealth transfer, right? Wealth transfer is what it's called. And I'll be teaching I, I, one of the classes I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be actually going deeper into this, but what the wealth transfer basically is, it says, Hey, that's right. They got new skills. Cause see, I'm one of these people. I have to let y'all know. I'm one of the people that I am recession ready and I continue to, you know, prep myself for recessions. So for example, when I, when I saw, I have a few indicators that tell me, Hey, recession will come in two years, the next two years within the next two years, it could be in six months. It can be in a year. It can be in eight months, but within the next two years, a recession is coming. Right. And it's not the fucking dynamic yield curve or the yield curve. That's one that you can use. Yes, but it's not the yield curve. Right. Facts, TC. Don't let your first million be your last. Stay focused and keep growing. Facts. But I want y'all to know. The dynamic yield curve or the yield curve, that's one way. That's one way. However, I have many other things that I look at to tell me whether or not, you know, the anxious index, the Ted spread. I got a lot of stuff. Right. But I'm looking at a lot of these things and I, I saw it and I said, hey, boom, it just hit. I'm like, fuck. So in the next two years, we're getting ready. We're getting ready to have a crazy like ride. Right. So when I saw that, I said, okay, what do you do first? Right. First thing I did, I said, hey, I need to cash up, start cashing up. This is when y'all started seeing me. How many of y'all remember when I, I sold my Rolls Royce? And people were like, tell you going to sell your Rolls Royce truck? What? What? Wait a minute. I thought you loved that. I do. I do. But guess what? I'm cashing up now. Because I knew to exit here. Now, here's the thing. Watch this. Watch this. I knew to exit at the top of the market because this is when all of the cars were overinflated. I paid four hundred thousand right around right right at four hundred thousand for that car or for that Rolls Royce truck. It sold. What's that? Twenty percent, twenty five percent profit. So I got my four hundred back plus another hundred thousand profit. Right. Cashed up. I put the Lambo up for sale too, but I couldn't sell it. I'm not going to lie. I was like, ah, I can't sell it. Give it back. Right. But at the top of the market, I could have sold it. But what did I do? I leveraged it like anything, anything is anything really can be leveraged if it's an asset. 
So my car's worth a million dollars. I can leverage it. I say, okay, let me pull out half a million. Hey, y'all give me a half a million for this car. Y'all put it up, put that shit up. We'll, we'll let it sit. Y'all give me a half a million for that. I'm cashing up right now. I'm going to take that half a million. I'm going to triple it. I'm a 10 exit over the next year or two. And then I'll come back. I'll pay that line of credit down. We good, right? This is how this is how it works. I'm giving y'all game. This is what many people do. But anyway, let's get back to it. So once I saw that sign hit, hey, recession's on the way. Cash up. I cashed up. Cool. Once you cash up, what do you do then? Well, first of all, because you still continue to cash up. You never stop cashing up. But you cash up. What do I what do I do now? I take a portion of that cash. That's right. I did a line of credit on a Lambo. That's right. I told y'all I told y'all I was different. Everybody. Th first of all, when I bought that Lambo, let me uh, let me say this real quick. I'm going to finish my, my, my statement. Let me say this real quick. I guess because I, I don't know, because I'm young, I'm black. I don't fucking know. <laughs> People thought I was bullshitting. When I first bought the Lambo, they thought it was a rental. And then they found out, oh, shit, he really does own it. Oh, that was a fucking liability. Why would you buy a liability? <laughs> right? People thought I was stupid. I'm like, no, like, I know what I'm doing. Like, I do this in real time and show y'all what I'm doing. One, because I like to prove myself. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I like to prove myself, beat my chest. <laughs> but that's right. I have a different mindset and I know how to play the game. I'm showing you all a way that a lot of the rich people play. And because a lot of people had never seen it played this way, they think I'm fucking crazy. They think I'm, think I'm crazy. So anyway, let's get back to it. Right. Family said you and your bag today, my boy. Hey, you know, I'm on it. I got you, family. So that's right. I did get a G-Wagon first, but I didn't like it. I'm I'm pretty tall and the G-Wagons are not for tall people. All right. Um, but yeah, people thought I was crazy. That's right. People thought I was crazy or I was a scammer. Right. So. What do you do? What, what do we do? We cashed up. Right. We cash up. You get your money. So that you can do some things. But now I need a new skill set and a new skill set. So what I did was I actually took, I don't know, not much. I took like 30,000 of that money that I cashed up with and I hired a coach. Now, a lot of people, once again, Tay, I don't believe in coaches. Like I'm not paying somebody to teach me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's fine. But this is how I've always maneuvered. This is how I got rich. This is how I got richer once I was rich. And this is how I continue to grow my wealth. Right. So. What I did was I said, hey, I'm going to hire. I need a new skill set. I don't know some things. So I hired a coach. I gave him 30, right around $30,000. He taught me a new skill set. I learned even more. And I see what I do is I stack my skills. Right. So I don't go somewhere else like, OK, I want to learn that now. So somebody's like, you bought real estate? No. At the beginning of a recession or when one's on the way. No, no, no. Real estate usually hits. I don't know, a year after the stock market falls. So the stock market will fall. It'll tumble. People will start losing their shit. <laughs> and then from there, about a year out. That's when six, six months, six to 18 months following that. That's when the real estate market usually gets hit, historically speaking. So. So, no, I didn't buy real estate. I cashed up. 
I learned a new skill. I'm like, man, I need to stack my skills, right? What's one of my skills? Well, I'm really good in finances. Really good when it comes to finances and business, right? So I was like, huh, let me stack, stack, stack. What if I can learn even more on top of the stock market and business? What if I could just keep going? What if I could learn even more? Because see, one thing we have in the in the in our community, black and brown, one of the issues we have in our community is we tend to learn something and then we we think we got it and we go jump over here and maybe try to sell a course. This happens a lot. I teach people the stock market, they learn a little something and then they run off and start a course. Right. And the unfortunate part about it is I'm not done teaching you. You don't know enough to teach, especially if you just got in. Right. And I notice it. A lot of people actually come running back like, hey, I didn't expect this to come. What's going on with the market now? It's like, well, you a teacher now, big dog. Go do your thing. <laughs> right. So unfortunately, in our community, we do that. I do the opposite. A lot of times I do the opposite of what our community does. I know a lot of y'all don't like to hear that, but I do the opposite. If that's something that we do, number one, in our community, we don't like pay paying people for like education. Like, I'm not paying you for that. I can do that. I can Google that. I can Google and change my own brakes. I can change my own oil. I cut my own grass. I ain't paying you to do that. So I did the opposite. I was like, nope, I'm going to do the opposite. Let me pay you to teach me. Let me pay you to cut my grass. Let me pay you to do this for me. I'm going to pay you to clean. I'm going to pay you to cook. I'm going to pay you whatever your superpower is. I'm going to just pay you to do this for me. Right. Because that's the opposite of what my culture that I come from. Come, You know, that's that's what it is. So I literally do the opposite of our culture in most cases. Number two, I said, OK, well, most of the time we learn something and then we try to become each other's like competitors. Oh, I'm going to be a teacher now, too. I didn't do that. I said, nope, I still don't know enough, even though because I've been teaching this for a while. Right. But even though I said, hey, I still want to learn even more. My learning never stops. So I went out and hired somebody who see what I do is I like to borrow people's or I like to take in people's experience that I can't get. Like that one thing you can't buy is experience. I mean, you can, but you can't. Right. So I didn't go through. That's right. You leverage people. I didn't go through the 87 flash crash. I didn't go through the 1982 recession. Right. 81 to 82. I didn't go through. You know what I'm saying? Like that history. I didn't go through those recessions. I didn't go through them. However. I can pay somebody to teach me what they've been doing since then. If you went through the 81, 82 recession and the stock market crash, if you went through the flash crash of 1987, if you went through the crash, of like however long ago, if you were here around the fucking the, the 1929. Hey, tell me what you did. Give me the game and I will pay you. Right. That's right. The Great Depression. I will pay you. Your fee. To soak up the game and the information and the experience that I can't go back and get. So that's what I did. So I, I say I spent $30,000 on this one coach, but all in all, because, you know, he wanted me to go buy certain things. Hey, you need to go get this. You need to go get that. You need to go get that. And then you need to go learn this. So then I also paid another $25,000. So all in to learn this new skill set. All in, I had spent almost sixty thousand dollars. 
right? I spent $60,000. Now, some of the people are like, man, nigga, you fucking crazy. Today. We're getting ready to go into a, a recession and you're spending all that money. No, I'm, I'm getting new tools. I'm getting new tools that I can use through this recession. I'm getting new tools that I can use past the recession to make even more money from it. Right? What's up, Natasha? She said that shit gave me goosebumps. You can't beat experience facts. You just can't. When do you think the stock market will recover? That's a good question. Well, we're getting ready to have a recovery now. Is it going to be a full time recovery? No, I don't think so. Do I think we're going to rally from now to the end of the year? Absolutely not. No, I don't. So that's what I see. Uh, so when will it recover? Not now. Right. Um, but. Hey, I was like a bear rally facts, but, you know, for my people on STB, we ain't got nothing to worry about. Right. We are shit. We doing damn near 10, 20 percent a week. Some of y'all. Some of y'all doing more. Congratulations. But we we making a killing, right? So 10, 20% a week or about 40% a month from this is what I'm aiming for for STB. So we can do that 10, 20% a week. You know, it compounds into about 40% a month. We'll be fine, right? We'll be fine. If you got 100K, that's $40,000 a month. <laughs> 40K a month. So even and if you keep your job and you don't rely on that money, it can compound. You can take that money. And once the market bottoms out, which, of course, in STB, I can't tell you when it's going to bottom. But what we can do is dollar cost average in on our longer term positions. So as you make 40K a month, you could be pulling at least 20 of it into long term positions as the market does this thing over the next five, six months. You know, you can go in and do your thing, dollar cost average, and then we can come on out of there. Right. Um. But this is kind of how it works, right? It's all about, uh, I'm glad to hear that, Natasha. I know you're killing it. Um, Natasha is one of my most active STB members. Between her, TC, uh, there's a few of y'all. Renee's pretty active too, right? Renee, of course, that's one of the millionaire clients. Uh, she made a million dollars through 2020, through 2021, something like that. So my most active people i know y'all killing it because y'all are active y'all y'all are studious y'all have studied y'all listen y'all do what's supposed to do right uh natasha said my account is looking pretty green i'm locked in locked in some profits life is good and my husband just got laid off yesterday sleeping like a baby i love it see that is why i do what i do I'm going to rephrase that. Or I'm going to say that again, what she just mentioned. She said, my husband just got laid off. We locking in profits. We looking green. My husband got laid off and I'm sleeping like a baby. That's why I'm here, family. That's exactly why I'm here. And I get it once again. I'm not going to be for everybody. This is not information that... Like, I can't give it to everybody. You know, I, I get I often get some people like, well, I'm fucking broke, Tay. <laughs> I'm broke. You need to teach this to us. And I'm like, it takes money to make money. Like, I can't help you if you are broke. That's why I say you got to cash up. Go get a second job. Get roommates. I've already I've already told y'all how to do that part, how to get the money. I've already told y'all how to get the money. Some of y'all don't want to hear it. Some of you don't want to hear it, but sometimes you got to go. Like I slept on my mom's floor. Sometimes I got to go sleep on the floor. Y'all got to go get roommates. Right. 
Y'all got to go. Y'all got to go do all the stuff you need to do to save that money. You got to stop spending money on bullshit. That's all I'm saying. And that's good, family. That's what it's about. Family said, I ain't, I'm broke, but I show up to for the free classes. That's what it's about. Because this this information, if it don't help you this recession, it'll help you the next one. Do I think we're going to be in a recession forever? No. So you could be broke. You can be here. You can witness. You will come out of that. And when you come out, you know better next time. So when things here's the thing for everybody. We get say, OK, we get into a recession. Things get bad. We come out of recession. Things get great. What the average person does is they run off. And while things are great, they're spending. They're trying to buy the watches and the new cars and they're over leveraging themselves. They're saying, oh, I don't want a roommate. I want to go over here by myself for my peace of mind. Right. They go and they do all of this stuff while things are good. And then when things come right back around, because it's cyclical, when things come right back around and get bad, boom, they get smacked and they're right back at square one. Right. It's the cycle of stupidity, if you ask me. So what should go on is you should actually witness the recession when things get great. You start hoarding money. You start, you start doing things you need to do to prepare for the next one. That's what should happen. But most of us don't do that. And it's unfortunate. It really is. But um, like I said, y'all y'all check in. Y'all watch this. And hey, that's right. Get your rainy day together. Rainy day funds. Uh, so hopefully somebody takes heed to that. Um, I have four jobs. This is no joke. I love it. I love it. Four jobs. <laughs> that reminds me. Y'all remember uh, Everybody Hates Chris and Tashina Arnold, I think that's her name, uh, the wife, basically. She would say, my husband got four jobs. I don't need to deal with this. <laughs> and every job she worked, she would quit because her husband had four jobs. I, I don't know. When I heard four jobs, that just made me think of that. That's funny. Um, but yes, like this is no joke. Facts. Uh, let's see. Borrowed the money for SCB to learn the game. There you go, Jimmy. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. Um, I've borrowed my way to this. I, I know once again, Dave Ramsey don't like this, <laughs> but you know, Dave Ramsey is not for everybody. Dave Ramsey is for some, you know, Dave Ramsey's kind of I've heard I've heard many people or not many people. I've heard one particular person say this. Dave Ramsey is for. Middle class people. Right. And what, what does that mean? What I'm saying here is Dave Ramsey is for people who one, they're going to have to pay a lot of taxes. They're going to have to. They don't want to do anything outside of their job. They're like, damn it. I just want to go to work, work my job, come home. Good. OK, for you, you don't take out any debt. You need to stay debt free. Number three, you don't want to take out. You don't want to do anything other than your job. So because of that, any debt you do take out is probably going to be on a liability. So you definitely don't need to take out any debt because you're probably going to buy a house, a car or some other BS with it. So once again, don't take out any debt. That's Dave Ramsey's like model. And I, I wholeheartedly agree with him. Right. For that avatar of a person, that's exactly what you need to do. Stay debt free. Pay cash for everything you can. Now, there is a certain type of person like myself. We are investors, right? 
I don't want to work a job. Number one. Number two, I'm willing to leverage myself and my credit and my name so that I can go out and do some extra stuff. Right. That that's going to help other people. Number one, real estate. Right. You do real estate. Hey, I'll leverage my name. I go into debt to get this real estate so I can provide housing for 10 people, 20 people. Right. Start small. I'll leverage my name. Hey, I'll go out. A lot of people don't want to take that 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 risk. Like, oh, my God, my heart. <laughs> you mean I got to take this? I got to put my my life on the line to get housing for y'all. And what if y'all don't pay y'all's bills? It's risky. But that's why the people who do it and the people who put out that type of risk. That's why that's why we usually end up getting paid more because most people don't want to take that risk. I'm just saying. So these are some of the things. So, yeah, if you are not going to work a job and work for 40 years, save your money and die in a house that you have, then Dave Ramsey is not for you. Right. On my end of things, we like to borrow money. We borrow it. We put it into assets. We put it into teaching. We put it, you know, into coaching. We put it into certain things that are going to make us more money because my biggest asset is up here. For those of y'all who don't know this, your biggest asset is here. You and your brain pretty much. This is your biggest asset. Because this is going to bring you money for years to come. This is the one thing that you can't literally the return is like unfab like you can't even quantify the return you can get on your body, on your mind. Especially if you keep investing. The more money I put into myself, the more I make. So that's coaching, that's diet, that's exercise, that's, you know, all of those things. Right. So that's a little it's a little tip for you. Uh, let's see what we got. Have you been doing cash off refinances to stack cash? Um, kind of. You can kind of say that. Um, not necessarily refinances. I like lines of credit, um, but I have not. So I'm pretty safe, though. So with a lot of stuff like I won't refinance it. Or if I do, I'll do very, very, very low. Uh, like I won't pull out the maximum amount. Right. So um, you just have to know what you can pull out safely. Right. But there's certain things that if the market, if the fucking world end, like I still own certain things outright. Right. So um, that's kind of how I look at a lot of stuff like that. Um, like I always want to, for example, for me. This is another level, right? I probably shouldn't even talk about this because most people are not there. But when you get to the level of like when you got money, money, right? For me, what I tell. So this this is what I teach some of my people who pay me for one on one coaching. So if you come pay me, you know, 150K, 200K, quarter million for me to teach you one on one. One of the things I tell them because I know they got money. One of the things I tell them is you have enough money to always have something paid off that you and your family can stay in. I don't give a fuck what it is. At the end of the day, you don't need to leverage everything. So one of the things I teach them is that I'm like, hey, we can play dangerous. We can leverage and we can go. We, we can use OPM to go make even more money. But there's one thing you got to do and that's protect. You got to protect home plate, home plate. Right. You got to protect that. So I always say, hey, you got a five million dollar house. You got three million dollars, whatever it is. Don't don't refinance that shit. You sit on that. You sit on that and 
we can we can fucking you know play dangerous with all the rest of the shit but you know at the end of the day you got somewhere to lay your head you and your family right um so that's one of the things so no i don't i don't leverage everything right i don't leverage everything and i don't refinance everything um and a lot of people are not going to agree with that um there are some rich people they will not agree with that they're like no like you could be <laughs> you could you could really be doing x y and z with that money it's like no i'm i'm you can make enough money to <laughs> you can make enough money to actually afford to be able to do that right can we speak on a few plays in stb or wait till sunday yeah y'all wait till sunday why, why would we bring that out here uh because i can't even show y'all the charts like i want to i mean we can go over some charts if y'all want to go over some charts we can go over some charts um we can do that but uh stb is for stb right so we leave that in there uh, because people get mad as fuck at me when i teach the stb stuff outside of stb right so uh no we're not gonna talk about stb right tc tc said me i'm people <laughs> so when, when i say people get mad when i speak about stb stuff outside of stb tc's one of them right she's people so yeah seriously though i try not to speak about anything stb outside of stb right i just keep that it's an exclusive club right so we try to keep that mouth to ear right uh let's see jimmy said yeah i pay for stb now <laughs> so like yeah jimmy he he the same way see jimmy been here for the free classes for a while and you know he's like shit give me the game but now Jimmy, he came up with the money. He spent the money to get lifetime. So Jimmy is a lifetime member of SCP. And he like, yeah, don't tell that shit now. <laughs> like, it's for members only. So, so no, it's all good. It's all good. But we can go over, like I said, we can go over some charts. Um, but we'll keep the STB for STB. Right? Mouth to ear only. Facts, Jimmy. You already know. Um, so let's see. <laughs> Thank you so much for the OPM and helping our folks. Helping us folks get in, of course, of course. Uh, are there payment plans for STB? It's a yearly payment plan, and there is, um, of course, you can just do the lifetime. So for STB, the way I way I've done it, I I don't want to have to manage because my people, I I know my people, so I don't want to have to manage my people. So I don't do any, you know, oh five hundred dollars a month will get you this this and that. I don't do that, right? I don't usually do that. So you can pay eight thousand a year right and if you want to stay in cool it just drafts out if not you cut it off cool that's that's like one or two touch points you come in my team has to touch you you go out my team has to touch you two touch points right but what a lot of times what i've seen is with the whole 300 a month 500 a month because my people are not really good at <laughs> managing money my team consistently and this is back when i used to be you know when stb first got started before i proven myself and i made people millionaires before i got to that point stb was like 200 dollars a month right and the 200 dollars a month now because it was 200 dollars a month many people didn't come in because they're like oh he probably ain't teaching that much i wait a lot of people waited and they fucking pissed now that they waited because <laughs> they see you see the success and then you saw the price because price goes up that's right two years ago jimmy that's right so anyway some people that's right family family said shit i came in for the 50 but see that's because you knew me and you trusted me right you knew me and you trusted me family so when i said i'm gonna teach y'all this stock market thing and what i'm doing you were like 
bet I'm in. You trusted me already. So you got the deal. A lot of people didn't trust me. What's up, Marcus? Marcus trusted me, right? So some people came in for the 50. Some people came in for the 200 because they knew me already. They knew me already. They're like, no, tight, legit. Like if he got something for $50, if he got something for $200, I'm buying it. That's nothing. Cool. Because what he going to teach me is going to make it's going to be way worth whatever I can pay. And y'all y'all winning off of that. Right. Y'all winning off of that. Uh, Jimmy said, I'm still pissed. <laughs> so, yeah, family, like that's just what it is. Right. A lot of people trusted me. They came in. Um, Let's see. I appreciate you, Jimmy. Most definitely. That's love. He said you are worth the money for STB, no matter what the price. That's love, Jimmy. I appreciate that. Seriously. So. Honestly, family, like that's kind of how, how I maneuver things. Right. It's the it's the trust factor. Right. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, we got it together. But, yeah, I don't I don't do the payment plans because I know my people and I have to create a whole team just to manage people's like, uh, can I can you push back to next month? And then next month, can you do it? I got to change my billing. Can you put it on another credit card? Because this one is not. I'm like, no, we ain't doing that shit. So if you need a payment plan, get your credit together, get your, you know, your money together, and then you can come qualify for, you know, lending. They'll give you the full amount of money and then you pay them back. Right. So I don't have to build a team to manage people's like shit. Right. That was that was a big thing for me. Um, y'all know I keep it transparent with y'all, even when there's something y'all might not want to hear. It's like, no, this is why this is what's going on. And this is why. And so that's why, like, I don't do payment plans because it's a it's a fucking headache. It really is. It's a headache. So um, and that, those usually come with people who are just even more of a headache, honestly. Like, it just sucks. <laughs> uh, let's see. I had to buy some of your small programs, binge watch for free material and build the trust. Then, boom, I'm in STB. And that and that's how it works, family. Like, seriously, that that's how a lot of people. So what? So what family just said is like, basically I had to start with the smaller stuff. I started with your smaller programs. I binge watched all of your free information. And then once I built the trust, I'm like, you know, most people do that. Once they watch all of the stuff for free or watch all of the smaller programs, they're like, dang, this dude is dope. Then they, then they come to STB because they're like, no, I get, now I understand why he's charging 25K. He should. And most of the people, they'll say he should charge more. Right. How many people right now who I who I have here right now that know what I what I know? Like how many of y'all think I should charge more than 25K for a lifetime? Right. Look at all the people I do. Yes. Yes. What's up, Wes? Dimitri, Natasha. <laughs> like, look at all this. It's worth it. Yes. 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 You deserve it. You should charge more. Yes, definitely. Right. And I'm not greedy. I'm not. That's not what it is. I like to create jobs. Now, maybe there'll be five more people who I want to create jobs for. And I say, OK, I'm going to up STB price so I could pay. I can hire y'all. Right. I like to create jobs. That's really the, it is at a point now where I really don't have to do this. Like, seriously, like I can trade like the size of my account and what I can trade to do on a month to month basis is fucking stupid. Like I run this now at this point because I want to help. And I like creating a economy. I like making it like an economy for not just me, but for people around me. Right. Hey, you need a job and nobody's hiring you, but you're willing to work hard. Hey, here's sixty thousand dollars a year. Right. Come on in. Right. Oh, you got this type of skill. You used to work for this type of company, but they trash. 
okay, cool. Here's a hundred thousand dollars a year. Come on in. Like I got you right. We'll leverage my skill to create an economy for y'all. Right. Um, and then that's right. But then the, the accountable part, that's why it's charged because then on, on that part, you, you're accountable. You're like, shit, I didn't pay all this money. I need to pay attention. I need to get this money back. So that's why it works on both ends. Right. So it helps at the end of the day, it ends up helping everybody. Right. And yeah, I, and I invest some of it too. Right. I invest some of it too, because kind of like Warren Buffett, he create, he created a business that pours in money and he invested that money. He didn't live on it. He invested it. That's what I do. I invest the money that comes in. Everything that comes in, I'm like, give me that shit. Invest, invest, invest. And then I live off the, the extra that's invested. Right. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Seriously, fam, you got 200 plus hours of content in STB facts. Um, and growing because every Sunday we go live for a hell of a class. Uh, baby Tay's on the rise. That's right. You better know it. See, what's up, coach? To earn one million, you must be willing to spend one million for education. Totally worth it. Wes, I love it. That's that's the best. I probably could. I couldn't say that any better. Like, literally, yeah. You spend what you want. Right. So people, a lot of people are talking about the 19 million for Warren Buffett. Uh, like the dinner with Warren Buffett. There are people out there willing to spend that. I'm, I'm willing to spend that. If I could get to Warren Buffett, yeah. I'd, I'd definitely do it. Tell me the game. And a lot of people make jokes about it. Like, oh, you give him $19 million and he tells you buy when people are fearful and <laughs> sell when people are greedy. And it's like, no, no. No, that's not how that works. That's you massaging yourself and kissing your own ass to make you feel good about not investing in in coaching. That's exactly what that is. That's exactly what that is. People do that because they're like, all he going to tell you is what he been telling us for free. No, that's not how that works for a couple of reasons. Number one, let me let me tell you something. This is a very transparent world nowadays. If one, first of all, this is a very transparent world, world, first of all. But number two, I don't give a fuck how rich Warren Buffett is. The person, the motherfucker paying Warren Buffett 19 million ain't no slouch either. Right. Think about this. So Warren Buffett is rich. The person paying 19 million is rich. He ain't no slouch. So there's money, there's power and influence. Right. So Warren Buffett would be shooting himself in the foot. If he was if he were to take your 19 million and be like, by long term, Buy when people are fearful. Hold or sell when people are greedy. Nice having dinner with you. Right. Get out of here. If he did that to somebody who could afford to spend 19 million dollars, I promise you that person who spent 19 million would spend 19 more million to ruin his ass. Y'all think I'm bullshitting. 
See, it's different at the top. A lot of people see a lot of people at the bottom. They don't understand how this whole thing works. And they're like, oh, we don't we don't spend money like that. We ain't paying for ain't, ain't nobody paying you for no coaching. Let me tell you something. It's different up here. You have to you have to be ethical at these levels because everybody knows somebody. Everybody, everybody at these levels knows somebody. Right. Like literally at these levels, there's like one degree of separation to everybody. I'm one degree separated from like the fucking Saudi prince. I'm one degree separated from like, like, like literally like I have people right now. I could text and I say, hey, tap the prince on the shoulder for me and tell him I said hello. I don't know the prince, but I know his right hand. You know what I mean? Like it's things like that. I'm just giving you examples. But it's things like that where it's so separate that if you screw over the wrong person. Y'all remember trading day? Training day. You remember training day with Denzel? And they fucked over the wrong person. Right? Somebody with so much power. In that movie, then this is a good example. In that movie, in training day, Denzel had so much power. Right? You know, he was the man. He was a crooked cop, but he had all his power. Right? But he, he used that power on the wrong <laughs> he used that power on the wrong person yes if you have not seen it anthony go check out training day with denzel washington right if you screw over the wrong person it can be the end of you trust me facts tc your connections are everything protect them facts Facts. <laughs> Touching the Russian in Vegas was not smart. Facts. Right. So there's literally it's one degree of separation from like you just don't know who you're dealing with. And that's why I'm a big advocate of treat everybody like everybody is somebody. Right. Like seriously. But not only that, but just but just be a decent human. Be a good human. Don't be shitty. That's what we used to say. Don't be shitty. Be a good human. Because when you're a good human, you don't have to worry about who is who. Like, who is this person I'm about to encounter and should I treat them a certain way? No, you treat everybody good. You treat the fucking janitor good. You treat the fucking Saudi prince good. You treat everybody great. You give, you know what I'm saying? Like, just be good to people. Be a good human. And you don't have to worry about screwing over the wrong person. Right? It's simple. Um, That's right. That's why networking is so important. Facts. Let's see. Yes, people will invest to ruin you. Facts. Would you pay for lunch with Warren Buffett? Yes, I would. Um, I'm actually working on. Um, right now, I'm working on Ray Dalio. I will get him. Uh, maybe not this year, but next year. I'm definitely working on Ray Dalio. Um, because I, I got some stuff I need to talk to him about. <laughs> uh, let's see. Wait a minute, TC. That's 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 huge. Wait a minute. So you say I've personally had people not post negative blogs just because they knew we were friends. That's huge. That's huge. I love that. I love that. Um, treat the janitor like the CEO. Facts. Big facts. Um. 
Let's see. Facts. When people are having their private convos and ask, do you know so-and-so? Make sure your name is clean. Facts. <laughs> I spend big money on advertising and know many people take. I love it. I love it. That's it. That's it. I love it. That's how it works. And that's that's always been my thing. Because, yeah, like in the hood, they call it your face card, right? They're always going to, that people are always going to ask. You know, like TC said, TC said, hey, you know, you know, so-and-so, you know, Tay. If, if wherever I go, see, here's the thing. And I want y'all to know this. People aren't going to like you. Like, everybody's not going to like you. Right? There are going to be some people who, they're just like, I don't really like this motherfucker. Right? I, I've had people in person tell me this. Like, I've had people say, man, I don't care how arrogant they say you are, Tay. Like, you a good dude, though. But some people don't like me. That's an arrogant bastard. I hate him. Cool. But am I ethical? I'll take the arrogant. I don't agree with it, but I'll take it. I'll be arrogant. I'll be <laughs> whatever. I'll be every name under the book. But one thing you can't say about me is I'm I'm not ethical. I'm very ethical. I handle my business. I'm nice. I'll take arrogant. So, yeah, that's that's something I want. So you can still be yourself, but just make sure your name, like TC said, make sure your name is always clean. So, like I said, there are going to be some people who don't like me. Maybe I didn't do a business deal with them that they wanted to go through. So, like, fuck him. I Actually, I know I got some people. I got some people in Atlanta, to be honest with you. There's some people in Atlanta that they don't fuck with me because I wouldn't I wouldn't bow down to what they wanted to do. And I'm like, no, I don't need you. <laughs> like, like I've been on an island by myself. And when people see how good you're doing, they try to infiltrate that, right? They're like, oh, I want some of what you got. I'm like, motherfucker, I built this by myself. No, like I don't team up with nobody, right? But when I didn't team up with certain people, they took that to heart. They don't fuck with me, right? Guess what? I'm like, I'm going to keep doing the same thing I've been doing, <laughs> right? So some people will actually like that happens, right? And I ain't going to name no names. But that happens. People don't like you after a point because you didn't do what they wanted you to do. I'm cool with that. But you can't you can't throw no dirt on my name. I'm still an ethical guy. If I see you in the streets, I'll still was good. Right. Cool. Right. Cool. But at the end of the day, you know what it is. Right. At the end of the day, you know what it is. So. <laughs> that's right. Facts. Facts. Ball out. Facts. <laughs> So, yeah, it's it's just one of those things like it's like people, not everybody's going to like you, but they don't have to like you. But they will respect you. They're like that motherfucker do good business, though. That's what it is. They, he do good business. I don't like him, but he do good business. I ain't got nothing against him on that. That's what it is. Um, let's see. I'm a nobody. Work at J.P. Morgan. I get along and enjoy conversations with security guards, cleaning people and more than traders. I love it. I love it. Facts. That's a big facts. That's that's and that's how it should be. Probably because most of the traders, there are fucking assholes. Right. And they probably treat the security you talk to and the and the cleaning people that you talk to and are cool with the traders at, at J.P. Morgan probably treat them like shit. And you're like, why would y'all do that? Which is probably why you don't talk to the traders as much. I know how that works. Um, that's right. Haters call confidence arrogance a lot of times. That's exactly what it is. 
<laughs> just like being at the highest level of athletes, you have to have a level of arrogance, confidence, or swag. That's right. To play with the greatest or play at the greatest levels. It doesn't mean you don't move with humility. Facts. That's a big facts. And, you know, for me, it is confidence. That's really what it is. When you, and this is why most people can't relate. When you when you study your ass off and when you do certain things, you go hard for certain things. So for like athletes, when they are in the gym fucking 20 hours a day, like man, I only sleep four hours a night. <laughs> I ate my diet is clean and like shit is on point. But when they show up on game day and they can see the game like like it's like their future telling and they can just see what's about to happen and they score 50 points. It's like, yeah, I'm the man. And people are like you fucking arrogant. It's like, no, 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 no. You understand like how much work I've been putting in. Like I should be the man. And now that I've put in the work and I'm proving that, oh shit, the work paid off. Look how good I am in real life. The work that I put in paid off. It's like, oh, so I worked to be the man. I proved myself that I'm the man. So now when I say it, I'm the man. The people who don't put in the work call me arrogant. That's exactly what that is. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But my arrogant ass is studying while you watching TV, while you watching movies, while you chasing women. I'm gonna say that again. <laughs> For those of you all who call me arrogant, while you watching movies, why you are studying or why you are watching movies while you are having sex while you are chasing booty i'm studying i'm paying for more coaching while you spending money you spending your last little dollars on gucci flip-flops i'm studying i'm spending more money on coaching books right y'all remember that time about a three thousand dollar book that ain't the only book that i spent i spent money on my my education so while you call me arrogant because your lazy ass wants to hang out, chase women and eat a shitty diet, I'm over here going to work. I'm working out. I eat clean. I'm studying. I'm hiring new coaches. I'm doing what it takes. I'm getting my sleep in. <laughs> so that's how it works. So at the end of the day, I'm going to stand at the top of the mountain. I'm going to beat my chest again and getting still. You're going to call me arrogant. And I'm okay with that. That just means I did it right. I like when people tell me I'm cheating, right? Right now, I'm literally working to get my body to a point to where people tell me I'm on steroids. Oh, fuck, he's on steroids. And I'm like, I'm doing it right. Because people do that with my money. Oh, he cheated. He's a scammer. Oh, I'm doing it right. Good. I'm doing it right. So actively, y'all going to hear me right now. I am I'm literally studying, working out, and eating a diet to get me absolutely fucking ripped. And when I get there, I want to be so like in shape. I want people to say that motherfucker's on steroids. When I get there, that lets me know I've done my job. He's a scammer on steroids. I made it. I, I like to be so great that people think you're cheating. That's what it is. So I tell a lot of people when they say, what is your what is your goal? What are you looking to do or how do you move? I say I move to be so great that people think I cheated. 
My son is going to move so great that people are thinking he we cheating. For example, y'all know in like Pee Wee League, like baseball, basketball, football, when the kid is so fucking good in, you know, nine and ten year old football league. The kid is so good. They're like, let me see his birth. His birth certificate got to say that he's 15. He's too good for these nine and 10 year olds. He's cheating. And it's like, no, he's actually eight. <laughs> he's actually eight. So we'll see y'all over the next two years. Because he'll be in nine and 10 for the next two years. So we'll see. Y'all, we'll see y'all in the next two years, too. <laughs> here's his birth certificate right i that's how we move in a sweat household we are so fucking good that you think we cheating and we work for it it's not easy it don't come easy but we work for it that's how we do that's right family mind's rich the mind is rich the body is rich the life is rich that's what it's all about facts uh, let's see, sir. Keep going, coach. They will respect you most definitely. You better know it. Bring Ray Dalio on STB. Uh, I don't know about that one. When I pay him that big quarter million or whatever he wants, his time's gonna be very scarce. I'm a, I'm gonna soak it all up. I'm like, now nah, you sit right here. <laughs> you sit right here and you teach me what you know. Right. But no, seriously, though, like whatever he charged, I don't know what he charged Diddy, um, but I'm one degree separated from Diddy. So I have to make a call soon. Well, I've already made the call. So I, it, it's in the works. But he he basically coached Diddy. Right. He coached Diddy. So. I have a connect to Diddy, P. Diddy, and I'll get Diddy to tell me, hey, how to get in contact with. So, yeah, it's in the works, though. Um, so yeah, that's how we're going to move it with that. Got to pay the level up. That's right. Even with our children pay for the next level of training facts, big facts. So family said you should charge him. <laughs> Look, one day I'll be that good. I'll have, it ain't even that good. It's just one day I'll know so much and I have so much of results. I'll be able to charge people like him. Like I know you had, I think right down to like 16, 18 billion, something like that. I know you had 18 billion big dog, but, uh, Here's what I charge. <laughs> uh, don't need right now, y'all. As long as we got to tell you we good. I love it, family. Y'all know I got y'all. Y'all know I got you. So, family, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. It's about time. Somebody asked me what I'm eating, so I'll go ahead and say that real quick. Um, are you going to leave STB at 25K long enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you, family. STB will be at 25K um, long enough. Um, SAC people. S. I, we say sack the small account challenge people y'all i got y'all don't worry don't worry i got you but somebody asked me what i'm eating earlier and, and i'm gonna go ahead and say that now um because i actually have to eat here in a few so i can go back to the gym because i've already worked out um this morning but i gotta go back um so basically i drink a gallon of water a day that's a big gallon sitting right there i got a big flask it's called literally it's like an iron flask is what it's called it's a big gallon i drink water a gallon of water a day um, pretty low carb. So if I do have carbs, it's coming from a vegetable, right? So I do a lot of, um, pumpkin seeds, um, 
my biggest thing I would say, because I don't do a lot of protein, believe it or not. I'm trying to think of my biggest like staple because I do a lot of salads, believe it or not. And it's just because I'm cutting down. That's it. Um, I do a lot of salads with like heavy fats, heavy fats, because I'm I'm pretty much keto right now, like full time keto. So for those of you who don't know, I wrote a book on vegan keto. So right now, um, it's a lot of avocado, uh, with salad, with you know cashew ranch dressing, with fucking pumpkin seeds, with hemp seeds, with uh, what else I throw in there? Sometimes I throw some chickpeas in there because that doesn't kick you out of ketosis. I throw some chickpeas on, so I have a nice chickpea salad with a, a shit ton of like cashew ranch dressing, with some avocado, some olives. Like I literally, I throw that shit together. I have like a big bowl too, and I eat all of it, right? And then afterwards, because I'm still, I'm not gonna lie. The, the hood in me and my, you know, my culture, I still have these things, right? I still have these things in my culture that like affect me. So y'all know in black and brown culture, after you get through eating something salty or eating something, something savory, you want something sweet, right? You're like, man, I want something sweet. So for me, I'll eat like a big ass salad with all of that stuff, right? And then what I'll do afterwards for my sweets is I'll take a big ass tablespoon of peanut butter and i'll knock that shit back right so <laughs> so that's kind of how that's kind of that's kind of my regimen right that's kind of my regimen um every now and then i have a piece of chocolate like a dark chocolate low carb sweetened with like monk fruit or stevia or something um like they have these like dark chocolate uh peanut butter cups they're vegan but it's like it's like a Reese's, but it's dark chocolate and there's no sugar added. So it's just literally like low carbs, like no carbs, really, and pretty high fat. So sometimes I have one of those. I eat that. I'm good. Um, and then, yeah, shit. So I might eat 2000 calories a day, maybe 2200 a day, but I might burn 4000 a day. That's how I'm moving. That's how I move, family. So. Uh, I can't think of the name of the chocolate brand, but any dark chocolate should do. Um, I can't even think of the name of that brand. Save my life. But anyway, uh, that's kind of what I'm doing. That's kind of what I'm doing. Uh, did you try Mike Rasheed's plant-based protein? Yeah, most definitely. It, and it is really good because Mike, Mike Rasheed is my guy. Lily's. Yes, Natasha. Lily's is the name of the chocolate that I eat. Yes. Lily's is it. Yep. Um... But yes, the the plant based protein because Mike Rashid, that's my guy, that's my guy. So, um, I when I talk to him, because he's supposed to be coming down to Puerto Rico soon too. But um, so when I talked to him, that was one of the first times I, you know, I, I was like, let me let me try this protein shake, man. It, it was pretty good. So yeah, he has they they have some really good stuff over there. Um, how do you how you digesting all those greens? I do pretty well. Um, you know, if you massage your kale, make sure it's massaged. Or if you're just eating like regular, like fucking lettuce, you should be fine. Like romaine or something. Um, you should be fine. And then of course, you know, we got our, um, digestive enzymes and, um, probiotics. So yeah, we definitely do that. And I'm on a shit ton of like herbal stuff. Like I, I'm always on my herbs. So I take a little bit of everything when it comes to the herbs. Yeah. Sea moss, bladder rat, kelp, dandelion, like you name it. Like, yeah, the herbs, they just go. I'm on herbs like crazy. 
see Hawthorne Berry, fucking like you name it. I'm on the herbs, right? TC, you already know what's up. So, so yeah, I'm on the herbs. So that's what I do. I take all of my herbs. Then I eat my big ass salad, something like that. Have me a piece of chocolate or some peanut butter. Gallon of water. That's my, that's the name of the game, right? Uh, I still have your vegan trainer meal plan. I have to dust it off and do it. I love it. I love it. Hey, you know, we got it. And it's look, it's one of them things. It's time. It's always going to work. Like literally, what do they call it? Timeless. It's timeless. It's always going to work. So yeah, you good. You're good. So yeah, that's what I'm doing to get back. Um, my goal is to get back. Like I'm, I'm kind of, they call it body recomp. So I'm doing a body recomp right now. So my goal is to, I got up to 260 at one point, the beginning of this year, I got up to 260. I was just eating whatever the hell I want. Cause I was just in that mode where I was like, look, I'm gonna just do what I want. Um, as I was going through the divorce and all that other stuff over the last two years, I just got into like fuck it mode. So I was eating what I want, enjoying life. I just wanted to enjoy. Right. But I put on weight. So I got up to like 260, 265. I got back down. I'm about 230 right now, but I'm doing it very slow because I'm recomp. I'm re it's called recomp. And basically what that means is as I shred the fat, like I'm also building the muscle. Right. And because I, I kind of laid off the gym, I was still hitting it, but not like I normally do. So I'm putting my muscle back on like I used to have. I'm like doing all of that stuff and slowly burning the fat off so that when I get down to my leanest, like it's going to be, you know what I mean? It's going to be like, boom, they're like, damn. So that's the goal. So. um, So, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing right now. Uh, my goal is to get to like 220, 63, 220. 8% body fat. That's my goal. If I can do that, I, I would even take 210. 210 to 220. Because uh, 220 is still pretty big for me. So if I get to like 210, 8% body fat, I'll be good. I want people to think I'm on steroids. That's literally the goal. Um, so I know how to hack my way there. So yeah. So I got the red light therapy, the oxygen therapy, all the therapies, the herbs, the diet, the workout told y'all i'm on point with this shit so it's not easy it's not cheap but that's how we get it um let's see <laughs> so yeah family that's it i'm trying to get to eight percent that's right that's right those vegan steroids gotta be on steroids he's vegan there's no way vegans can get that big okay you ever think that's that's the audacity of our people let me just say this while i go the audacity of people in this culture is that we feel I'm not even going to say we because I'm not like this, but most people feel so fucking entitled and so fucking. I don't know, so fucking special that if they don't know something, they'll write it off as the person just cheated. Like vegans can't do that because I don't know. I don't know nothing about vegans being able to do that. So because I don't know, there's no way you can know something I don't know. So I'm smart. I'm smart. And because I'm so smart, you had to cheat to get there because I couldn't do that. That is that's what literally what people are doing. It's fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> That's right. TC, we don't have to cheat to beat you. So people are just fucking entitled. It's crazy. But anyway, I love y'all. I'm going to get back to it, get back to work. This has been another great, you know, rant Friday slash Saturday. Um, other than that, 
STB, I'll see y'all tomorrow, Sunday night, 8 p.m. Same time. You know how we do it. We'll really get into it. Y'all know how we do it. Other than that, y'all take it easy. Have a good weekend. I'll see you soon. Peace.